the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Special shout out to HelloFresh.com for supporting the Paracast. Receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code Paracast30. So, our guest, the dark journalist, is talking about Mercury being in retrograde to explain all the weird problems we're having. We have a dryer that doesn't dry and a sink that leaks. And we've got two service people trying to sort things out. You know, I haven't lived in any place in the last 10 years that didn't, within a week of moving in, have a plumbing problem. But this is not a problem for the dark journalist, is it, Daniel? No, no. And actually, you're in luck because Mercury goes direct in about 24 hours. So you'll be all set. So I'll wake (laughs) up tomorrow morning and the dryer will dry and the sink won't leak. Things are going to go better. They're going to go more smoothly. There's no question about it. I think even really hardcore skeptics of astrology accept the Mercury retrograde factor. Just one of those things that always seems to pan out. Usually for worse, not better. (laughs) I have to tell you that we're getting great reception to last week's appearance of Dr. Jacques Vallée on the Paracast. I'm going to share with you one little insight, kind of how Jacques is, his personality. He's got this sly sense of humor. So he sent me this letter after the show, which he really enjoyed, by the way, and we have high hopes of having him back in the near future. He said, the early Pope guys, the World War II generation, were a lot of fun. They once had a contest to write the shortest amazing story. So the winner wrote, he crept into the crypt and crapped. (laughs) Valet Santa? Yes, he did. He Uh, loves pop culture. You see, everybody rags on me for having too much pop culture on this show. And you bring Jacques on, I assure you, he's very, very steeped in it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 and, and and that's that's all for the for the best i guess i think uh one thing that's important is when we, you're talking about amazing stories and and fate magazine and and some of the the early men's uh pulp magazines you know you can find and trace back where specific memes that are now very prevalent within these subject matters uh, you can you can trace back where that where those memes started and and uh, how how they were disseminated and and you can also see the ones that, that didn't uh, catch a hold into in the culture and and it, it, I think it's fascinating in that sense but for a listener <laughs> hearing the same or similar stories over and over again especially our, our longtime loyal listeners who are are listening to us every week uh, it does get a little little old. I think it's important when you consider how the pop culture relates to the subjects we deal with and the perception. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting about Valet, though, is he was in the Close Encounters movie, we have to remember. You know, no, so he, he was not. Around- that was not him. Oh, it's not him? No. No, that was, that was Francois Truffaut. <laughs> right, oh. but the character <laughs> he portrayed was yeah. based on a French UFO researcher, but it was not Jacques Valet. Now, but here's what's interesting about it, which is he's been around the block for a long time because that was 40 years ago because we know they're coming out with a blockbuster reissue of Close Encounters right now, actually. Yeah. So yeah. He, he's been in there. He's been in the circuit. He goes back to the John Keel days. So 
He goes back, yeah, um, back to the 50s, really. He had his first, um, what really got him jazzed on the subject was uh, what later became the subject of uh, Ami Machel's book, um, UFOs in the Straight Line Mystery, which, which influenced him greatly. And also, he was witness to uh, UFO sighting, uh, I think, detected by instruments, and he saw how the astronomers... Uh, destroyed the evidence because it didn't conform with, you know, conventional, rigid, uh, astronomical thinking. And so that really intrigued him. And, he, he, and then, of course, France went on to have uh, quite a wave of UFO activity in the, in the mid-50s. Uh, and so that's what really got him started in terms of his interest. And then, of course, moving to the U.S. and meeting Heineck and, and uh, getting involved, you know, with Project Blue Book uh, peripherally. Uh, obviously, that uh, that's where he cut his teeth. And his first book, I think, was in '64, uh, co-written with his wife, uh, "Anatomy of a Phenomenon," which which I read as a little as a little kid. And so he's always been, you know, kind of a hero of mine. I mentioned on the show that I'm not a fanboy by any stretch. It's only very, very few people that I would consider myself a fan of, and he's one of them. You know, and, something uh, very interesting, Chris. Let me just mention this before we get into our guest, and that is. There is one person on YouTube who didn't really take to that, the fact that you admire Jacques Vallée. He thought you were engaged in shameless self-promotion. And I didn't get that at all. I thought you were just sharing experiences because you and Jacques have areas where what you do and what you've done have really come together in different ways. And I thought that was it, just a couple of researchers sharing experiences. But, you know, people see what they're going to see in these things. Let's move to the dark journalist. How does one become a dark journalist, Daniel List? That's a good question. I love uh, the term, by the way. Love the term. Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, I've always really been a dark journalist, but I didn't do it publicly until about five years ago. And... Really what it comes down to is I was seeing in mainstream media, having been around it for a while, and uh, you know I worked as the editor of a tech journal for Apple Technology, and uh, you know I worked at the Wall Street Journal, and I'd been in this kind of mainstream media zone, and I really saw how there were choke points for important stories that were coming out. And you know you get up to a certain level, you get it to a certain place. And then something came in from the top down somewhere and just stopped that story. So I was always interested in that aspect of mainstream media control. But then I had a series of interests, um, like, you know, I met John Mack in Cambridge back in the day, which is where I live. And uh, I had a friend, actually, who was his assistant. So I got a lot of inside intel about what they were doing. So a lot of little kind of things that just didn't fit into that mainstream world. And I was thinking, well, there's there's a second level of journalism here. And the more I got into it, the more I realized, um, you know, dark journalism is something that we really need because we certainly have some aspect of, you know, the official story coming out with mainstream media. And that's really, you know, has been in this controlling zone for so long. But then we look at something like conspiracy theory and some of the real uh, information that has come forward out of there. And there's, there's varying degrees of it. And right up there with conspiracy theory is junk conspiracy. 
Um, so really, if somebody goes and says, well, I don't want to deal with the official version of reality and what the mainstream media is teaching me, and they turn and they look for conspiracy, well, you're going to get a lot of stuff there. It's kind of like the Wild West. So uh, unfortunately, mixed in with all the good, solid research that you'll get from people who are authors, professors, and real researchers looking for the truth, you'll get this other kind of engineered uh, wing. I call it third wave because you've got the official story and then you've got the conspiracy theory, which is something that they, you know, they call conspiracy theory. It's usually just a counter research theory about what actually happened that explores holes in the official narratives. And so by the time you get into this third force, this junk conspiracy, we see a lot of intervention there uh, by intel sources and also a lot of organically crazy stories. You know, my favorite example is the driver shot JFK, you know, this, um, you know, this is the you mean he the- didn't shoot JFK. Gee, I've got to relearn everything I know. Daniel Litz is the dark journalist. And this, well, you know what this show is. There's also After the Paracast, our wrap-up show. And the only way to get it is to subscribe to the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals, 
Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is... Food storage, I love to eat. Yum! Thepowermall.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Now, I enjoy sometimes, Mr. Dark Journalist, looking at the avatar that people set for... Skype or for a forum to see what's going on. I see this guy in the dark blue sports jacket or suit with dark (laughs) glasses. Are those your men in black glasses? That's actually a picture of me. It's the real thing. Those are some great glasses. And (laughs) that just happens to be one of those pictures somebody caught. And I said, this thing's fantastic, even though it was pretty random. It became kind of a little motif. As As a matter of fact, There's a guy that I know who designs movie sets. He's out of Australia. And he told me, that's just a sensational thing that you did there. (laughs) But as it turns out, it was totally random. Let's go back to the theories here. No matter what happens, when there's a major story like an assassination or tragedy like 9-11, there's always an alternate theory. Not that the alternate theory isn't true, but... The conventional wisdom is in belief. Yes. What I've found when I did deep research on this is that most, and I would say 85% or more, of the fundamental alternative research uh, approach and a lot of the kind of concrete facts and counter-reality that have been picked up in alternative research comes from work of Professor Peter Dale Scott over at Berkeley. Professor Scott has been writing about CIA drug running, you know, the JFK assassination, the deep state, 9-11, and these things. And he's, you know, puts together this deep research, and he is sort of like a walking library himself because he can nest all these details. 
And he was doing this research far before the internet or anything along that line. But I found when working with his deep politics, deep states type of theories, that, you know, here's a complete academic who was a former Canadian diplomat teaching at Berkeley, uh, definitely on the left side of the spectrum. And then you have all these right-wing style people, like the Alex Jones people and all this stuff, picking up on Bilderberg and all these things that he's done this incredible research on. So it's very fascinating to me. But when I think about the counter theory and the quality of people breaking through the mainstream media narratives and the official reality, I go back to Professor Scott because it's that kind of caliber, that attention to detail and that real responsible journalism that you know, this is what we need in alternative media. And unfortunately, you get flooded with something very, very different um, because so much of it is marketing-driven or ego-driven, maybe downright disinfo at times, as we found in the UFO field, for sure. And this is somebody who, who stays very behind the scenes, and a lot of people haven't even heard of him. But he really, you know, at 88 now, he just did another book on the American deep state. This is somebody who kind of exemplifies the type of thing I'd like to see in alternative research and the kind of thing I aspire to with it, which is very careful, very deep, not intimidated by mainstream narratives, but also not running away with theories down the football field just because there he has to be in the mood that day. I mean, this is somebody who does the deep research and creates a foundation for the work that he puts out, something that's really missing in independent journalism right now. So it's missing in journalism, period. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you used to be able to rely on network news, for instance, on the television back in the, the Walter Cronkite days and the Edward, Edward Murrow days. You could pretty much take take it as gospel, the types of coverage of stories of the day back then. And of course, leading up to, and um, Watergate, I think, was a, was probably the, the zenith of investigative journalism, uh, at least in this country. And then everything uh, started to get go downhill. <laughs> from, yeah, absolutely. You know, you really, you really see, you know, it's obvious with the conglomerates, uh, the big corporate interests buying up media outlets. And I think there's, what, six major corporations now that pretty much control the ebb and flow of news and entertainment um, in this country. They were big players around the world as well, especially Hollywood. But because of this entrenchment of power and lack of diversity uh, in the media, you're going to have more and more control exerted over the process. And you're, you're absolutely right. It's really important for independent alternative uh, journalists and journalism in general to continue carrying on the, the rich tradition of you know get digging down and and getting down and dirty even you know where's where's the Gary Webbs uh, of yeah. today uh, for instance or the uh, Danny uh, Casalero you could you could go down down the list of, of real whistleblowers and and real journalists people who actually did reveal. Uh, very important information about particular subjects. In the case of Gary Webb, of course, the uh, the cocaine shipments coming back from Nicaragua and the, the Contras being armed with uh, cocaine money and that sort of thing. There's a whole show, I think, on AMC right now called Snowfall, which looks at that kind of in a, a fairly accurate historical sense, but of course, dramatized. But um, I was really uh, taken with your work um, recently on digging into uh, the not only Corey Good, the alleged 
Martian time traveling security mm-hmm. guard, uh, <laughs> but also the people around him. It was very interesting to me because I was having to deal with one of those people right at the time that uh, your information came out about this uh, business partner of goods, uh, kind of weird checkered past. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, which, you know, we can get into all that a little bit later uh, when, we, when we start to drill down on, on specific examples of your work. But, but in general, I totally agree. And, I, you know, the Internet is a good thing in, in one sense, but it sure, you know, it, it allows for an alternative voice um, in, in, invest, in investigations and research. But, man, it's, it's sure easy to muddy up the waters and really confuse people as well how do you separate the wheat from the chaff uh do you go with individuals in their work or uh you know give us give us uh, your your litmus test for trusting sources and and trusting you know the amount of time it's going to take to, to track down information yeah well you mentioned time there and it is really important because you only have so much time to do this especially if you're independent so you you have to know your sources very well I also want to mention what you said there about journalism because it's really true I think the dissent you know the the real kind of plunge from responsible journalism in the mainstream uh, happened because if you go back to the periods you're talking about like even Watergate through say Iran Contra there's a Bill Moyers special called The Secret Government, which goes into a lot of the Iran-Contra uh, aspects of selling drugs for the CIA and doing the drug running to raise funds to do these black projects that they were doing. So, you know, I definitely think that what we're looking at is this kind of Disneyfication of the media, where it became, from what I understand, the news aspect of a channel didn't really make money in those days. It was there as, yeah. it was something like a public service in a sense. Yeah. Um, but I do think there was also a control factor that was exhibited there. But what happened, I think, as we got into later periods is, um, you know, the, the news, the, the news or, became entertainment. Let's break it here. We've got more to come with the dark journalist and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when your identity is hacked, it's a nightmare. Hi everyone, Paul with Liberty ID. 
Did you know that children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Is your family prepared? Identity monitoring will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. Here's an exciting offer for listeners to this station. Go to libertyid.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. That's right, $129 a year. Use promo code free trial and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's libertyid.com promo code free trial. Prepare your family for less than half what other companies charge for only monitoring libertyid.com promo code free trial libertyid.com the name in identity theft restoration hello i'm mike lindell the inventor of my pillow and like all of you out there i had problems sleeping pillows would go flat i would flip-flop all night long i would wake up with a sore neck maybe a headache or feel like i needed a nap even though i slept eight hours when i invented my pillow i wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual regardless of sleep position my pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer it's not about how much time we spend in bed it's about how much of that quality sleep we get i do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-496-1532. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-496-1532. That's 1-800-496-1532. 1-800-496-1532. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I'm hoping here that in our next segment, Chris is going to give us a dark journalist sound. Daniel List is... The Dark Journalist. We're talking about alternative stuff. But when we do this, we have to separate having an alternate theory of something or information that doesn't really get general circulation and outright fake news where people just make it up. We've always had that, but it became something in vogue during the presidential campaign, largely because it seemed to be very well organized this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's become an art form now, and and everybody is so gun shy. The networks, the networks don't know how to handle 
someone like a Donald Trump. And so they're just they're just I think slinging from the hip. And this is a really good opportunity, I think, Daniel. And you, I want your thoughts on this. The way the media is handling the president and his decision making and the people around him, or the comings and goings of people around him, it's I think it's giving us a window into some of the, at least in the network news departments, uh, some of the editorial slant that goes on. Because when you watch uh, Fox News cover an event and, and or some faux pas of his, and then you, you watch MSNBC or CNN or somebody, the slant is, is a lot more apparent than it used to be, I think. It's uh, more polarized. Do you, Are you seeing this as well? Well, there's no question. And I think the alternative media was a major part of Trump's victory, actually, in 2016. Really, what they wanted to do from the mainstream angle was just make Clinton a shoe-in. That was just it. That was their whole mission. And they threw all their own integrity out the window, what was left of it. Um, they were so biased. The polls were so biased and that they got the story so wrong. They didn't get it wrong. They didn't want to look at what was happening because, really, Trump was such a wild card. And Trump, having taken over the Republican Party the way that he did, was really largely an independent. He was self-funded, which is a big deal in those circles. We, we see very few candidates like that. You know, maybe Ross Perot and uh, JFK. <laughs> I just the keep the political byplay to the minimum. I want to focus more on the news coverage and how it gets slanted so we can look into our subjects. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well... I would say as far as uh, the mainstream media was concerned, it was get Trump. That's really where they were coming from. When I think about Trump and what he brought out and what he was doing, you know, let's look at 2012. If you look at 2012 and how the media covered it, it was Romney versus Obama. And they talked about Medicaid and they talked about Russia and they talked about foreign policy and defense spending. And if you go into the 2016 election between Clinton and Trump, Trump was bringing up Everything from autism, from vaccines to 9-11, not being given the whole truth on that. And he was bringing out this whole other aspect. He was touching the third rail. On the media side, they just wanted to shut it down. Everything was to make him look crazy. But what was happening with the advent of social media, the way it was, the independent media was picking up and really pushing the subjects, pushing the topics. And I would say largely the independent media lined up with Trump. There's no question about it. So I think in terms of what we saw there, we saw this real clash where the official reality was breaking down. There was kind of a schizophrenic situation where the mainstream media was trying to make it look really good. They were trying to make it look like Trump's crazy. Look, he's bringing up all these subjects. We can preserve the old order with Clinton. Let's do that. So when they really got trounced there, because in the Electoral College, that was pretty much a trouncing or just the surprise aspect of Trump getting in, they created fake news on the weekend as a term, the mainstream media, on the weekend of Thanksgiving. So it took them a couple of weeks to figure out how do we get ahead of this thing. And the thing that happened after that is um, we saw this list come out in the Washington Post about all these alternative sites that were supposed to be in with the Kremlin. A lot of the sites, I mean, whoever put that together, and it came from this site called Proper Not, which had the tagline, serving the public since 2016. <laughs> this is a very new organization and quite probably just an arm of the Democratic Party. That targeting of the alternative media as Russian agents was a theme that 
was pushed heavily there, and it shows the kind of threat that the mainstream media felt and the forces behind it, trying to silence the alternative voices. And certainly they went much further and exposed their kind of disdain for the free press in that situation, because we haven't seen lists like that really since the 50s and 60s. I mean, this was literally like a red scare. What I was looking at and saying at that, I said, oh, the whole game has changed. We're right in the middle of it. The whole game changed. And it was a result of the election, really, that we were seeing this. The thing here that we see here is that what people forget when they talk about mainstream media, they say liberal media, conservative media. No, it's a profit-making media. They are all run by multinational corporations, and they exist solely for the purpose of making a profit, way above the news value. Whatever the big story is that day, if they think they can get ratings, whether it's tragedy or something good, Whatever spin they can put on it, it's going to be because they're looking at the advertising. There are stories that will never get on the mainstream media because it might impact certain key advertisers. And I kind of think because I go back to the early days of broadcast journalism in the 60s and 70s, where at that point, journalism was a public service. And when you wanted to renew your FCC license for your radio or TV station, you had to demonstrate you acted in the public interest. And then this is not the only example, but it's one typical example. In the 70s, Rune Arledge, who headed the sports division of ABC News, took over the news division. And everybody said, well, he can't do that. He's an entertainment guy, and this is news. But you know what? That's what it is. News is entertainment. We debate here on the PowerCast about some of this reality shows about ufos and the paranormal and it's the same difference here they're putting these reality shows on to basically get ratings so that they can sell ads they don't care about the truth it's very cost effective too reality shows are are much less expensive to produce uh than you know your standard documentary style shows with recreations, that sort of thing. One thing I want to point out, too, which I think is also kind of a crucial turning point, and get your thoughts on this. I think it was during the, trying to remember which uh, administration um, overturned the rule that that, the news had to give uh, the other side of the argument or the the dissenting view of a, you know, you had to present equal time for, for both sides of an argument. And there was a law in place that forced uh, news outlets to present both sides of the story. They were they were obliged legally to do that. And I'm, I'm not sure when that, I think it was d- during the early years of the Clinton administration, if I'm not mistaken, that rule was struck. And uh, then that allowed the rise of um, a very, shall we say, politically slanted <laughs> news coverage. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that is very interesting. It actually happened during the Reagan administration. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. that, that, that makes way more sense, yeah. But uh, that whole fair response um, thing was set up and networks had to give equal time, which I think is interesting because what came out of that was this whole Rush Limbaugh thing. You know, it was like we got really heavy-duty conservative responses because the liberal uh, media was dominating things at the time. So this was an interesting balance. But we know when Fox kicked in, then we had really heavy-duty conservative voices, and we, we had the same type of monopoly. But when you really look at it as the big picture, 
the way that I was seeing it was like they were playing both sides of it. Because, for example, when Ron Paul came forward and the news coverage on him from the right and from the left was completely, you know, he talked about the Federal Reserve. That's an untouchable. So it's not really like, you know, it's not a liberal issue. It's not a conservative issue. They know when to hold the ground for the establishment. And that's something I think that we see. We've been in a steady decline in terms of regular news. There's no question about it. And I think the mainstream media has become – it still has incredible control. And I, I can tell you from you know, being up here in Boston that you know, there are people who just go for mainstream media and that's it. More to come with Gene Chris and the dark journalist. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. You want to save money in a place that gives you growth, control, and certainty without stock market risk or tax risk, and you want guarantees and you want it all tax-free. That's a tall order. But you can get all of that with properly designed participating whole life insurance. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But you can have tax-free access to use your life insurance while you're alive. Get the free book to find out how. Call 702-660-7000. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Let's look at this as our corner of the world here. We're a paranormal radio show, not a mainstream political show, but a lot of the same standards apply. So, of course, we attack, for example, the MUFON Hangar 1 TV show because it's basically fiction. But they embrace it because it brings them memberships. Was that a question or an observation? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point. It's an excellent (laughs) point. Well, you know, MUFON has terrible problems. Of course, MUFON being driven financially the way that they are has degenerated as an organization. And people in the field like Richard Dolan and others have really spoken out about it Erica Lukes is another one who really, you know, sizes up the problem very well. I think this happens with organizations, but the the fact is that with the Internet, it can be brought to bear. You know, there can be public pressure around this, and I haven't seen it organized as such. I'd like to see more of that because what I am seeing, though, is that on the journalistic front, in looking at these areas – uh, and talking about our little corner of the world, talking about MUFON, talking about something like Coast to Coast, which is much more like a paranormal dating service type thing now. In fact, there I- is a paranormal dating service. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I, they never stop reminding us about it. You know, and this is the interesting thing about it, though, because Coast to Coast, I think, broke major important stories at one point. Oh. They were big on Area 51. They brought a lot of things out about remote viewing. I discovered things about Russell Targ and and people like that way back. You know, that's like 15 years ago. So I think that what happens with these shows is that they hang around and it becomes more and more competitive and their standards become lower and lower. And we're seeing this 
you know, one of the major pushers of this is Gaia TV right now. People could say, you know, in looking at Gaia's history, they've had good documentaries, they've done yoga shows, they really cater to a new age audience, and they're not supposed to be mainstream in any sense of, you know, it's more of a, I, I wouldn't say it's a fantasy, but there is kind of a new age lifestyle they're selling. But they got into promoting shows like Cosmic Disclosure, and Cosmic Disclosure really being the thing that they put a lot behind. I think when you're talking about this corner of the universe, we really have a problem there because something with a a kind of corporate control and corporate advertising and a corporate push that is getting in and vacuuming up ideas from alternative researchers. And I've seen this happen in that show specifically. And that show is David Wilcock and his sidekick, Corey Good. But what we see is that they take these themes and recycle them and regurgitate them. And there are writers working on this stuff. And I'm sure that there are other factors in the History Channel and other, you know, like Tom DeLonge and some of these other movements. It's not just Gaia TV. But this is a move. Somebody has figured out on the marketing side that there's a big market to be tapped there if you can combine this kind of airy-fairy New Age stuff with hardcore UFO stuff. But the problem is the way that they're going about it is they're, they're presenting this fantasy stuff as real. They're not looking for any evidence. They're pretending these people are vetted. They don't have any vetting. I can tell you on that show, there's there's zero vetting. You know, they're just presenting this stuff as real. So in this case, somebody like Wilcox's job is to present somebody like Good as legit. So he comes forward, he's a whistleblower. Well, he's not a whistleblower. <laughs> I mean, a whistleblower would be like an Edward Snowden who presents really delicate information at great risk to himself and then has to flee the country and then is under, you know, potential indictment the minute he steps back on American soil. That's a whistleblower, you know, and there are varying degrees for sure. But throwing around this term on that show about this whistleblower and that whistleblower doesn't really hold up because these guys are just coming out and saying, well, you know, I was in the space program, and I did all these things, and I was part of an off-world colony. And so, we get into the fantasy realm here, no proof, no evidence. And what's interesting is, you know, I've looked at UFO literature uh, and watched documentaries and spent time with people who've experienced those things for a long time. And they're very interested in being regressed and finding out about it. They're usually not interested in making any money from it at all when they're legitimate. And they're very interested in the experience. The great difference here is, you know, in Good's case, one of the first major red flags that I saw was that he didn't want to be regressed and he didn't want to take a lie detector test. So both of those were huge red flags. Now, some people might not even trust a regression, but it shows an effort at presenting evidence. These guys, um, Wilcock and Good, under that umbrella of Gaia TV, were so into the fantasy of the story that they had that they felt they didn't need to present any facts to back it up. And they'd have this little loop of, you know, Corey Good mentioning something and Wilcock would say, well, you know, I've heard about that from some other researchers. So that backs up what you just said. But it doesn't. (laughs) And that was the problem with it. So we've had this real issue about evidence with them. And that came full circle uh, in that MUFON debacle from the summer, which was probably one of the lowest points, I think, for MUFON, not knowing their history that well. But it seemed to me like they they really just, from an organization that was looking for evidence, looking for facts, trying to show the reality of UFOs, and then they, they had Corey Good there and talking about 
being on Mars and they had Andrew Basciago talking about time traveling. And I think the balance of facts went out the window. There was no supportive evidence for the things that they were talking about. And then you had a guy like Dolan, who is very keen on facts, very hardcore historian style, and he has to be on the panel with them. So for me, uh, that was had to be the low point for MUFON. They've, they've had low points before, but that's where the, uh, the train definitely came totally off the rails on that um, decision-making process. Now, I want to mention uh, this to you also. If you ask Jan Harzan, why would you do that? And the posture they take is, let's give our members a chance to decide. Well, this is supposed to be a scientific research organization devoted to exploring the mystery of UFOs. And it's not crowdsourcing. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to present scientific information, which means you assume there's going to be a basic attempt to vet a story before it's presented, not just take any wacky claim and say, here it is. You might as well have Michael Horn and Billy Meyer next. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you mentioned Billy Meyer, because I'll say this about Billy Meyer, although we've had so many, uh, you know, kind of facts fall out from his story. But Meyer... You made an effort to present evidence, even if the evidence was faked. We have a somebody who really, when people went and investigated that story, there's tons of footage associated with it, even if it's faked footage. There's tons of photographs, right? There's a major effort around this thing to say, you know, so that somebody who was on or into the Billy Meyer cult could say, well, you know, I have a lot of evidence on the side. On, on the side of Corey Good and Wilcock, there's nothing. As a matter of fact, they say that the interstellar beings that they're dealing with require that there be no evidence. It's part of the requirement for doing it. So, otherwise, you know, he would be in great danger. Um, So, you know, I mean, I think we run into problems there. But it's funny because when you mention Meyer, actually, I think of the two and I weigh them out. And I think, my God, Corey Good is a gigantic step below Meyer. Oh, big time. Yeah, they're they're lazy. Um, If they really wanted to, to be convincing they would have manufactured something uh, or come up with something, but, but there was nothing. And uh, I, I find uh, the fact that he's now got a, a, a group of business advisors around him and he's putting on conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just had one about, I think three, three weeks ago up in Mount Shasta, which was a real boondoggle from what I heard. Uh, you know, once it gets into the realm of trying to monetize and capitalize on notoriety, uh, that's that's if if alarm bells don't go off in people's minds, uh, then you know they're they're stupid, they're ignorant, they 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 should know better. People should first of all should have a BS meter that would allow them to you know not suspend their disbelief, but to you know start questioning the narrative as as as, as being real, and and you're not you're not seeing this, you're you're seeing people. <laughs> I grabbed my video camera and uh, contact in the desert, uh, not this last one, but the one before, and Corey Good and David Wilcock were going to be speaking. It's 105 degrees, and all these people are waiting in line. And, and so I, I went and I interviewed people. I caught some flack uh, for it. You know, people saying, well, you do the same thing uh, to those people that you did the same thing to those people that you accuse mainstream media of doing to the subject matter. And, and okay, granted, yeah, guilty, mea culpa, it's me. Yeah, I, I did that. But I was trying to expose absolute lunacy mm-hmm. and, and just trying to find out why people were believing this stuff. Before we look at belief systems, let's look at this break. 
And then we'll have lots to believe in. We have Daniel List, Chris O'Brien, Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. North Korea openly threatens the U.S. and launches a new missile every other week. Their warhead of choice? Electromagnetic pulse. Such an event would cripple the U.S. power grid for years and leave millions in the dark. Are you ready? You can be with a Solark EMP-hardened solar generator. Solark works day in and day out to keep your essentials protected. You can have peace of mind knowing your power will be there when you most need it. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to see EMP testing. That's PortableSolarLLC.com. Energy insurance for your family. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Let's continue here, folks. Fascinating episode with the Dark Journalist. Reminder that we have a second radio show called After the Paracast, and the only way for you to get that show is to become a subscriber to the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com. Once again, that's plus.theparacast.com. We include the After the Paracast podcast. Say that three times fast. We give you the commercial-free version of this show and other stuff for a low subscription rate, starting at $1.49 a week, plus.theparacast.com. We're talking to Daniel List, better known to some as the dark journalist. Chris? Before we went to break, I was describing my attempt to get some insight into the mindset of people that buy into the Corey Good uh, style fantasies. I, I would refer to them, in my estimation, their fantasies. Uh, a lot of people are buying into this stuff. And so, you know, being in contact in the desert with a video camera, I, I just had to roll some tape and, and you know, get people talking about why they believe 
something that has absolutely no proof behind it. And at the time, I think there was some sort of cosmic space war that was supposedly going on right overhead, right in that time period. But but everything was cloaked, so we couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. I caught a lot of flack for interviewing these people and, and you know, asking hard questions, not really attempting to, to make them look ridiculous, just allowing them a platform to make themselves look ridiculous. And, you know, to me, it's really problematic and it's emblematic of what's going on right now, I think, within the field that people are getting their information almost lock, stock, and barrel from the internet and from the television. People do not read books anymore. They're not up to speed on who is actually out in the field doing doing uh, exemplary work or has in the past. They're not up to speed on important cases from the past. That's why the Paracast spends a lot of time on, on, on historical cases, is because these are important things for people to realize when they, when they start making decisions about about their own uh, you know, intellectual and, and, and uh, process of seeking the truth. Where do you see this whole thing going right now? Uh, do you see, Daniel, people coming to their senses, or do you see just more of the same? Well, Chris, uh, it's very interesting. You just brought up, really, the points that I've been grappling with over the last three or four months in doing this New Age Deep State series about Good and his cohorts and Gaia TV and the whole bit. Because, see, on one hand, people will say, well, the public's responsible, it's up to them etc. But actually, it's very interesting because the public has a right to expect from stations like Gaia or the History Channel that they have vetted the people coming forward to a degree. I can tell you, in Good's case, there's nothing. And I know their producers, you know, they emailed me after uh, I released New Age Deep State and said, you know, why are you doing this and all that kind of thing. But there's no vetting process that took place because they would have found all the things that I found. And uh, certainly, you know, let's first of all get to the point of what Good is saying. Good is saying that he's a galactic ambassador, that he's part of a secret space alliance and in a secret space program, and that they took him for these 20 and back things. By the way, a lot of this comes uh, – I've found a lot of roots of this in different types of science fiction. But the 20 and back thing is where they take him in a program from when he's a child – they take him for 20 years, and then they regress him, so he time travels back to when he's a young eight-year-old again, and then he's back, and nobody missed him in the first place. But in the meantime, he did all this stuff. Now, he's done that three times in his own bio, so that's 60 years there, plus he's in his 40s, so that would make him over 100 years old, basically. But this is what he presents as the truth. But then it went further, because not only was he big on the space thing, but he started to hook up with inner Earth princesses, and he started to be part of the Mayan civilization that is still in the inner Earth. So, so in other words, he became Richard Shaver. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I think in a way, you know, it, there's, there's always an interesting thing with Shaver, because, you know, uh, it's it got people thinking about all these different things, and it you know was strictly in this kind of science fiction vein. But with good, there is this idea that um, because of the pressure of the show and the amount of shows that they do, that they have to keep creating these wilder and wilder narratives. And so then it goes to the responsibility of the show as well as good and uh, all the people around it. For example. One of the big producers on the show is Jay Widener, and Jay Widener's done all kinds of stuff around the alternative field. But when it comes to good, you know, 
suddenly he's no longer interested in finding facts out. He's just interested in keeping that show going with Wilcock. Now let's talk about Wilcock for a second. David Wilcock came on the scene saying he was the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. The guy who wrote the book saying that he was the reincarnation of Edgar Casey is a, a fellow named Win Free. And Win Free did another book, and it was about how his friend was Catherine, uh, St. Catherine. And it had the same thing going on with the pictures and all the rest of it. But this is how Wilcock came out. Now, he was known as somebody who kept faxing Art Bell about a nuclear explosion that was going to happen in New York City in 1998, I think. Of course, that never happened. And there's a string of other strange predictions that he's made over the years, like, you know, that the cabal arrests are pending and that the big structure is coming down and, you know, all this stuff. And none of those predictions ever come true. That's just a fact. He doesn't make any accurate predictions. I looked very hard to find some, and he hasn't made any. Isn't that true with most of these people who come and they make these predictions and they go on and on and you go back if you ever bother. And a lot of these shows, unfortunately, don't bother. You'll find they didn't happen. They might even say we predicted this event. We predicted that event. And maybe there's some vague prediction that you could in a very loose way say, yeah, maybe kind of, sort of, but they really didn't. Well, you guys have done some good shows on Sean David Morton and the controversies going on there. <laughs> Interestingly, but at least enough, he I- never predicted anything accurate. That was the beginning <laughs> and end of it. <laughs> well, this is true. But here's what's interesting about Morton is they presented him as this psychic. There's a show I was watching, actually. This one was maybe from 2007 or 8, which is George Norrie and Morton sitting there. And these chairs trading back and forth. This is really maybe a precursor to cosmic disclosure in a lot of ways. And he makes all these things. Well, Hillary Clinton will be the first president. You know, well, uh, you know, North Korea nuclear incident, 2009, and all this stuff. And, of course, none of it came true. So there is this kind of accounting thing that doesn't happen in alternative media. It's who is the next one out with the new wild claim. You know, that's really what happens. And uh, so a lot of it, there is an entertainment wave in there. And I figure, you know, in a case like Morton, um, where, you know, now he's facing charges and we know he was involved in this kind of psychic stockbroker fraud case with a lot of money and a lot of people, I know people who were involved in that, who got screwed over uh, involved um, with Morton. When I was thinking about this, you know, it's one thing to say, well, here's a person who comes on and does predictions and whatever, you know, it's entertaining, it's fun. And the show says, you know, at the beginning of Gaia, for example, says, you know, the views expressed don't necessarily reflect Gaia TV or its corporate affiliates and all the rest of it. So that's fine. But they do present, nonetheless, uh, in the case of Wilcock and Good, that this is a real thing, that he's a real whistleblower, etc. So, you know, my thing is, if it's an entertainment show, then that's fine. Make it a sci-fi entertainment show. But if you have people actually believing this, and then you ask yourself, like Chris was just saying, well, why would somebody believe this in the first place? Well, I'll tell you, the writers around that show Poor Good and Wilcock are so good at plagiarism, that is grabbing stuff that has merit in it. For example, I've seen uh, from some of my shows, a former assistant housing secretary, Catherine Austin Fitz, and the things that she talks about, uh, about the black budget, for example, or Dr. Joseph Farrell, who talks about Antarctica and some of the discoveries they've made there. And they would vacuum up that type of material and rehash it so that, you know, they're mixing in these real points about things that they're getting, 
and then they're throwing in their own wild story about, hey, I'm the only galactic ambassador, I'm the sole ambassador for the Space Alliance, and the Blue Avians have chosen me to speak to humanity about moving forward and all the rest of it. Let's do our break here, then figure out why some unknown nobody somewhere is going to be one's galactic ambassador. The Dark Journalist joins us with Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast. Okay, I'll admit it. I'm not a cook. Not even close. But after a close encounter with HelloFresh, I might just be ready to change my tune. You see, HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that makes cooking more fun and a whole lot easier. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions. These recipes are designed so you can cook a nutritious meal in just 30 minutes flat. HelloFresh gives you fresh ingredients precisely measured to the exact quantities you need. And can you imagine me cooking chicken under a zucchini blanket? Well, I did, and Barbara was really impressed. Really? HelloFresh delivers everything right to your front door for less than $10 per meal. And as a Paracast listener, you can get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Just go to HelloFresh.com, use the offer code PARACAST30. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Does the current world crisis in North Korea or our domestic crisis right here in America concern you? Well, I know it concerns me. My friends over at Legacy Food Storage have solutions in the event there's the inevitable. What's the inevitable? Civil unrest, a run on your local grocery store. And here's my question to you. If this happens, how do you feed your children? How do you feed your grandchildren? Legacy Food Storage has the solutions. In fact, they can help you implement a simple plan to take care of your needs in the event 
event of the inevitable. By calling them right now, I have authorized them to give you a special 20% discount at checkout by simply using GCN. Call 888-543-7345 or visit them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. That's 888-543-7345 or visiting them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. Make sure you use GCN at checkout for an incredible 20% discount. Don't be a victim. Take control of your life now. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So, Mr. Dark Journalist, tell us, why would E.T., why would supposedly intelligent space brothers or whoever, higher beings, pick nobodies with no influence whatever, people nobody else ever heard of except maybe friends and family to become their galactic emissaries? Well, it's fascinating, isn't it? And let's think about that. Well, in Good's case, you know, he says he has a very famous, important reincarnation that they're going to reveal to him at some point. So, it kind of will make everything make sense after that, why they chose him. But what I think is interesting when we look at this case is how much the narrative grew. So, for example, you know, in the beginning, Good came out and he was a MyLab, which was, you know, a victim of military abduction and had some issues, you know, and had some ideas about blue orbs. And then he became part of the secret space program. And then Blue Avians chose him as the galactic ambassador. And then he became an ambassador for these princesses of the inner earth. And then he became the guy that the military wanted to send to Antarctica to inspect these ruins from Atlantis. And he'd go to Antarctica and he'd come back on the show and he'd say, oh, I got the ice in my boots still from being on there on the ground with the secret military. So, you know, this is the nature. He's the Walter Mitty of uh, the entire secret space thing. Now, but here's what's fascinating when we look at secret space, because I hosted the secret space program conference 2015 in Texas. And, you know, when I was doing the panel, I looked right and I had Linda Moulton Howe, who was talking about the Phoenix Lights and kind of military suppression of UFOs. Dr. Joseph Farrell, who was talking about these kind of topics of military cover-up. And Catherine Austin Fitz, who, having been involved in the federal budget, took a look at it and said, they're pilfering off money from the federal budget. She called it missing trillions, which is a real buzz line that uh, the good people use now. And they're pilfering it into the secret space program. Well, you know, we know a lot of things came out through Gary McKinnon, who was a UK hacker who went in and fiddled with some of those NASA computers and found what he said was an off-world officers list. There were links behind the things that they were saying. So the secret space program, I think, is a valid thing to look at and check out. Uh, I think there's a real kind of documentary trail there to find. 
that there is a separate space program that's kept in a covert way, which is used um, largely to build up private development of space. You know, and there's a lot of opportunities in space, like space mining, space tourism, and all the rest of it. This all makes sense. Now, during even that conference in 2015, there was incredible pressure to put Corey Good in that show. And Corey Good had just come out, but it was strange. Even Gaia's producer showed up, and that's Jay Widener again. He showed up for the conference, and they really wanted him in the lineup. And we resisted the calls for people to do that, and we left him out. And this is a very interesting split because I think. Secret space program research is a real thing, and I think that there are people with qualified credentials looking into it, including Richard Dull, and he's somebody who they had on that panel at MUFON because he's done legit research on it. But then you have this other thing, and that other thing is either um, just somebody making up stories and seeing how far he can get. Uh, it could be a psychological operation to get people off of the real story. It's possible. Or... He came out with this wild story, and some marketing organization looked at him and said, let's pump that up. And they got together with Gaia TV, and they put him out there. And his story now with writers and, and galactic ambassadorship and inner-earth princesses has to get more and more elaborate because he's feeding an audience now who needs the next installment. So uh, I think when we get into this territory, it's very important to separate out the actual thing, which was the secret space program from people who claim to be whistleblowers, who have no background, no past to look into. Of course, in Good's case, some of the things we found in his past aren't very pretty. But, um, you know, they don't have any of the credentials that they talk about. And so they shouldn't be pushed as any kind of legitimate whistleblower. And people should see that this is somebody who doesn't have any evidence, therefore I shouldn't believe them. Well, in all fairness here... There are some people who have looked into Dolan's research, and sometimes that's a little bit questionable or removed from the original source. He's not perfect by large means. I remember one time, and he's not going to like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I met him at an international UFO conference in Fountain Hills, Arizona, near Phoenix in Scottsdale. And I picked up his book and looked and found like three or four really, really serious errors in like five minutes. Oh, this, this, this. And he said, well, you know, I'll fix it someday. But, you know, I worry about that. You couldn't hinge something like the secret space program on any one person's research. For example, somebody like Dolan does a hell of a lot more research uh, than people like Wilcock or Good, who apparently don't do any and just kind of vacuum up other people's stuff. But, um, you know, I think with somebody like Richard Dolan, you get somebody who has an academic background looking into these things, that's what you want. I mean, it's not that they're ever going to you know, not make mistakes. That's you know, too, too hard to imagine. And I also would say this is the interesting thing, because if you look at many of the shows that I do, it's a pretty open-minded uh, format, because you know I've talked to people who've had psychic experiences, people who've had UFO experiences. One of the major people that they grabbed for the Corey Good um, conference was Niara Isley, which I did a two-hour interview with her about her experiences, and her her story was quite far out. Um, you know, having been taken to the moon and things like that, but she was in the military, so whatever had happened to her whether it was a mind control experiment or whatever, there was something to look into for it. So some of the, the shows that I've done and things I've looked into, you need a really broad 
spectrum in order to get at any truth. So, in a way, I'm the last person in the world to play skeptic around this. But I think the sheer level of plagiarism that happens with the good and Wilcock material and the sheer kind of um, lying that takes place, you know, it strikes me as so fantastic that I have to come in, you know, from my own kind of thinking about these things and say, it's one thing to be open-minded, but to let somebody come in there and milk a kind of a public that's just looking at this topic for the first time, let's imagine that somebody like Good or Wilcock is the first kind of glint that the public has of these subjects, like the UFO subject, like abductions, like the secret space program. These are very difficult topics. I remember uh, in conversation with John Mack, talking to him about this, you know, Mack was a Harvard professor who had taken on the abduction stories and had taken on UFOs as a serious thing and got lambasted uh, from everything from Harvard itself to Time magazine. But, um, you know, the subject itself is hard enough, even with somebody of that level of caliber. So let's think of how low the caliber is now that we have a guy who thinks he's the reincarnation of Edgar Cayce, who's a really good psychic, by the way. By the way, before we go on, I don't remember his name, but there was a character like that years ago who used to go on the Long John Nebel radio show. Of course, Long John was the pioneer in paranormal radio. We've got a lot more to come with the dark journalist finding reality. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling 
telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2979-855-700-2979-855-700-2979. That's 855-700-2979. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME44 to 425. 424 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by testophen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME44 to 42424 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME44 to 42424. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So I guess this thing is every generation we get a new reincarnation? Yes. Well, there's always somebody, even Elizabeth Clare Prophet, if you remember her, she was Marie Antoinette, according to her. So, you know, this idea of somebody billing themselves as some famous personage from a previous era is not so new. It really isn't. I think Billy Meyer even said he was Christ, actually, because (laughs) if you his book there, you know, his reincarnation was Christ. So, I guess if these guys are saying they're Casey, that's a step down from that. But, um, Hey, I've you know, met two women in Sedona that claim they were the uh, reincarnation of Nefertiti. I, I oh. met them two months apart. They were recent arrivals, and I found out that they'd both gone to the same Sedona psychic. Wow. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. 
I have to say, though, Sedona, you know, you kind of expect it. And to be honest with you, there are a lot of things that have come out of the New Age that I have great respect for, you know, like theosophy and anthroposophy. These movements around the turn of like the 18th into the 19th century created very valuable things. I mean, yoga, meditation, so many things came out of that. And I think there's a lot of value to it. So, one of the interesting things about calling the series New Age Deep State, and the six-part series I'm doing on YouTube about good and some of these other things that have come up, like Tom DeLonge, for example, uh, the Blink-182 frontman who claims to have all the answers about UFOs suddenly because it's good-looking marketing area. But it is interesting because the New Age has, uh, like the UFO field, it attracts, it's a magnet for two things, unscrupulous marketing and intel operations. So if there's anything in a program about UFOs people are looking into that does get into one of the secret programs that the government or certain organizations are working on, they will push a major disinformation. And it's happened in the field. I think it's easily trackable that that happens. Unscrupulous marketing certainly happens. And we see that on a regular basis. I think what's happening with the History Channel right now and the things that you mentioned on Discovery too, it's not just make it history. It's There's a lot of them. But they will. They'll just put it out there and they're, they're trying to get more Ford car sales advertisements in there. They're trying to get the pharmaceutical companies to advertise with them because of their ratings. I mean, that's their motivation. So, I think when we look at this, now the New Age really has done that. But the New Age tends to be much more community-oriented. So, they have to get something into that community. And I think people remember things like Flower of Life or Dronvolo, Melchizedek, and some of these things that came in and really were worked. And there was a marketing program, and there were workshops, and there were books, and there were all these things around it. Um, so, the New Age has, on one hand, the ability, I think, for people to go in there and find things about meditation, higher consciousness. It has a good history, the the real core of it, when it first started. But I think that when you go later, it's really just the plaything for marketing forces. And right now, I think it's at a, a really terrible state because some marketing companies have targeted the UFO field and the New Age community. And they've said, let's merge those two and let's make a real big marketing op from this. Oh, oh, oh. This is the best way to no, approach it. Let's make a real big mess. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what we're looking at. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord and the saints in heaven preserve us. Well, you know, one thing you mentioned about the plagiarism, for some reason I became friends with David Icke's, I think that's his name, David Icke, right? Um, mm -hmm. His um, ex-wife. Oh. And uh, got some pretty interesting lowdown on his particular so-called research process. And I'll tell you, that guy, I guess the axiom, if you steal from one place or a person, it's plagiarism. But if you steal from a bunch of people, it's called research. He comes from that school. And talk about mer you know, merging the New Age with conspiracy and real nightmarish uh, scenarios, of reptilians running the world and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Wait a I, minute. I was, the reptilians don't run the world, Chris? I'm so surprised. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But but let, let me just tell you a quick story here. I She gave me a, t a front row ticket to his eight-hour seminar at an old theater in downtown Phoenix here. And, and he packed the place. There was 13, 1,400 people sitting in the aisles at an incredible—I uh, I don't know how much tickets were, but they were, they were ridiculously expensive. So we're talking— 
hundreds of thousands of dollars being generated here. So I'm in the front row with my sunglasses on because I knew at some point I was going to fall asleep and I didn't want to embarrass myself <laughs> for the cameras. But he spent the whole first part of the day, the first four hours, explaining to people that they are responsible for creating their own reality. And the reality that you create is, you know, he went backwards and forwards and inside and out on how, how important it was to really create a positive reality. And then the second half of the day, which I wasn't there for, by the way, um, I, I couldn't take it. I, I had to leave at the lunch break. But from what I heard, the second half of the day was him scaring the bejesus out of everybody with the evil reptoid thing. Now, if on one hand he's saying you got to create your own reality, and on the other hand he's creating the most nightmarish uh, horror scenario you could possibly imagine with, you know, baby sacrifices and, you know, just ridiculous uh, fear-based stuff. Isn't there a little bit of cognitive dissonance going on? I, I think we see the same thing with the whole Wilcock and, and, um, and you know, the Guyam thing as well. Uh, there's a, a bit of that brewing underneath there as well. And I, I think David Icke is, is probably a model for many of these people. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, they would love to be able to do what Ike does. There's no it, question about it. He even did Wembley Stadium. Yes. Which I find just frightening. <laughs> well, you know, don't you know that the reptilians are so passe? It's all about the blue avians now. Blue avians are in. <sighs> right. With the, the, the holding the, the hand sigil of uh, Baphomet or something, Baphomet, think of that yeah. one picture. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting thing that pops up there. Why don't we talk about R Roger Rams or Emma Gold? Uh, your digging on on that particular individual is quite impressive and quite disturbing, actually. Let's let's go into some of the uh, the other characters uh, that are part of this uh, particular scenario and how they're attempting to uh, create a, a a cult, basically, with Corey Corey's kids and and some of these new developments that are. They're rather uh, alarming to me, and Absolutely. we have you to thank for a lot of this uh, information. No, I appreciate it. Well, the more that I got into it, it's interesting because when I was doing uh, six episodes, I'd planned for it, and they were going to be in maybe one or two. And um, But what happened was learning about this thing that came on the scene last year, which was called Full Disclosure Now, or FDN, and sometimes they call themselves FDP, which is Full Disclosure Project. They never use the term UFO, by the way, which I always find interesting. So they come out and they start to kind of like pick up all these little podcast spots and YouTube channels and blogs. And uh, Stillness in the Storm is one of the blogs that really just featured their stuff, you know, and, and they made the Stillness in the Storm guy, Justin Deschamps, one of their kind of major players. Uh, very interesting history on him as well. But um, what happened was when I looked into it, there were people around the Corey Good thing who said, look, there's a group called FDN that's running Corey Good. You have to look into this. And it was fascinating because the more I went into it, it all – the person who started it all was somebody everyone knew as Emma Gold. And Emma Gold um, – is the name, actually, Emma Goldman was the name of this anarchist from 1918, and this guy had sort of taken this name up, but his he was putting himself out there as, here's, get ready for name number two, Roger Richards. 
And that's how he portrayed himself when he was doing stuff in coordination with Corey Good. And then as Emma Gold, he was FDN. And then, but his real name was Roger Ramser. So, um, you know, people picking up pseudonyms around the alternative field is not really anything new. But what I found from talking to people is that he was using all three aliases to talk to people, and they didn't know they were talking to one person. They thought they were talking to three different people. Well, I hope so, he used different voices. Because I think if you're going to pretend to be three different people, you have three different voices. Be like Rich Little, the guy who does all those impressions. We've got Gene and Chris in The Dark Journalist. You're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Did you know children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Credit alerts will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. And here's an exciting offer just for you. Go to LibertyID.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. Use promo code FREETRIAL and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL. LibertyID.com. LibertyID.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? 
See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cowbend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Would it be okay if you had two paychecks instead of one? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy and myself, want to show you how to get an extra paycheck every month, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So don't you think I'm right, Daniel, that if you're going to be three different people, you make some effort to make each persona reasonably different, right? Well, it's interesting. On social media, of course, yeah, it's the not, ability it's not- to kind of and plug in and be different personages, someone might never actually speak to you. Right. Interestingly enough. One of the things I found out about this group is that they use social media particularly well, and they created something for Corey Good called the SBA Task Force. This is the Sphere Being Alliance uh, that Corey Good talks about that he's a member of, so that's the SBA in there. But this SBA Task Force were Facebook groups, that were closed groups, and you joined there, and if you were a Corey convert, they could spot you out, and if you weren't, if you said anything, you were out. You know, if you said, well, you know, maybe Corey is going too far with these stories, those people get blocked immediately. <laughs> so they're looking for real hardcore people. But what they would do, and this is what people inside the group who left it told me, was that they would put them on the boards and say, you know, we got a program, we want to get Corey on Gaia TV to get his own show now. He wants to graduate from being with Wilcock. And they would put these people out there on social media and on the Gaia message boards saying, we want Corey, we want his own show, we want this. But really, it was just part of the cult. This SBA task force would go in there and pretend to be the average public. And they would do other things. They would go to certain shows like Coast to Coast and be like, get more Corey Good on there. And that was one thing. Okay, well, they're pushing this guy, whatever. That's part of their marketing campaign. But I've also learned and I've experienced this SBA task force. As soon as you reveal something about Good or if he hasn't, you know, what he's someone he perceives as an enemy in the media, they will set these people after those person's uh, channels or those person's Facebook or YouTube to try to deplatform them. And they will say, you know, oh, well, they're part of some dark alliance that's against Corey Good. You have to go there. And one of the things that Corey did, which was pretty major, and I put it in an episode, was he instructed his followers to lie in order to get the Dark Journalist YouTube channel down. I, even I was shocked by this. So very publicly, he was asking his followers, go to YouTube and tell them that, you know, this channel is bullying you anything. Just get that channel down because they're getting all these facts out about us, you know, basically. And that came straight from the horse's mouth. So it's not something that somebody could debate. And, you know, he, he did it on his Facebook and there it was. But these task force are very interesting because can you imagine, for example, let's say somebody like 
a really respected researcher in the field around ufology, let's say somebody like Linda Moulton Howe or Stan Friedman, can you imagine them having <laughs> a task force to attack their enemies in the alternative media, uh, to attack people who are asking questions? This is really cult-like behavior. But what I learned over and over again is that good was not really the person behind all this, that it was his business partner, Roger Ramsar, who with FDN had developed these networks. Now, Roger Ramsar, by the way, only shows up on the UFO scene in 2016. This is a new marketing initiative. March of 2016, try to find him associated with UFO stuff. Before that, nothing. He's a importer-exporter on the West Coast, involved with all this other stuff, just jumps into the UFO thing because of the marketing opportunity. And the people who worked closely with him came to me and said, well, this is what they're doing. Their whole thing is about consolidation. They want to monopolize the field. So they got close to Good, and Good was like, hey, this is a good idea. Let's work on comic books. Let's do video games. And they created a thing about Corey's kids where they'd get these young YouTubers who didn't have a lot going on. And they would say, look, you know, you can volunteer for us. We're not going to pay you, but you can go out there and say, you know, I've got this stuff about the secret space program. I have access to Corey Good. I'm an expert. So they, they created these channels, uh, you know, Jordan Sather and Teresa Naros are the two main Corey's kids that are out there doing this stuff. You know, they come out and they're like, hey, you know, here's the latest thing about the secret space program. You know, and you have to look at them and say, you know, how could somebody who just put up a YouTube channel six months ago know anything about the secret space program I and mean, what credentials do you have? And you look at them and, you know, they're young people who are interested in trying to do something meaningful, maybe, but they don't have any background in these topics. So they're, they're part of a, a marketing campaign. And so when we put out the Corey's Kids stuff, they knew inside the good camp that all this stuff is getting out. So they started to instruct the task force to try to do things to disrupt what we were doing. And they've done this to other people. As a matter of fact, one of the things that we brought up was that they were using Linda Moulton Howe's name in association with Good's book about the secret space program and saying she was a co-author. You know, she came to me and said, I'm not writing for that book. And we found all these banners that they were promoting the book at Contact in the Desert. So it was just outright fraud. I don't know any other way to put it. And the way that they explained that was, oh, it was a typo. And then <laughs> later they were like, well, actually, no, she did say she was going to do it. She did. She did. And then later after that, they said, well, she was going to do it, but you know what? The dark journalist made her turn against us. So they had all these different answers. And uh, there's an episode that I have called The Art of the Steel, New Age Deep State 5, where we go through the different people that they've plagiarized in alternative media. And, you know, Cliff High was in there. Linda Moulton Howe is in there. There's a series of them, and it's very obvious the plagiarism that's taken place. So you have to look at this and say, okay, a marketing campaign came in here. They looked at this setup in 2016 and said, how can we make the most money out of it? They looked at Corey Good and they said, he seems like a willing uh, kind of person for this. That looks pretty good. What about the scene itself? What are the hot topics? And they looked at things like the secret space program, like the breakaway civilization, like UFOs, like the deep state. And they said, let's get these Corey's kids out there. We'll have them doing YouTube programs, et cetera. You know, they have gear stores where they have T-shirts that say, yeah, the secret space program. So this was the nature of the thing. And it came to this kind of big crescendo when at Contact in the Desert announced 22 new business offerings about offering people therapy 
for disclosure. You know, like if, if disclosure is bothering you, then you can join this Corey Good Therapy Network we're going to set up. Or your kid needs to learn about disclosure. How about this? How about a disclosure backpack for your kid? <laughs> I mean, this is this is what they were getting into. And then video games, comic books, and, you know, their biggest champion around this in the past few months has been Jimmy Church, interestingly enough. Speaking. Right. So I just you know, banked him good last week about this. Yeah. Okay. So you get the idea. And of course, you know, that's an interesting thing because if, if you go to these guys' conferences and he's your host and they're paying him to host, then how objective can that kind of journalism be? I mean, it's, yeah. you know, they're, they're his employer. So this is what we're looking at. And so it is very unusual. I don't think we've seen anything quite like this, which is that an organized, I call it a marketing cult. Because it's really obsession around marketing, and it acts like a cult. And we have this kind of push into the UFO field to consolidate. And remember, with the people who worked with Corey's business partner, they said, well, he wants to consolidate. He likes to monopolize. Well, that's what we're seeing happening here in the field. Well, there's other elements, too, that, that uh, came out in a couple of the interviews um, that you had on the show. One was a guy that was a volunteer for the organization. He had a couple, I think, tours in Afghanistan as an intelligence officer, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned something about kind of invitation-only parties that uh, people later were talking, some, were a little disturbed by, you know, the word ritual came up, archons, uh, mm-hmm. indications that there are stuff going on behind the scenes that, you know, in my guesstimation, are, are being designed to to entrain people to the message, uh, keep them uh, under tight control, and uh, make them feel special uh, is is one of the ways that cults the cults are able to do this. Uh, sort of brainwash people into thinking that they're special, um, and that um, a, a lot of the process is revolving around them. You want to uh, discuss this a little bit because we don't really have that much information uh, based on what I've been able to glean on top of your. Uh, work, but uh, what are your feelings about that? What do you think is going on behind the scenes with the Corey's kids and and some of the real real devotees? Well, there's no question um, that what we hear from people who are in the group is that there's a lot of drug use associated with it. Um, you know, and I think the cult activity is obvious to spot. I'm you know the Blue Avian cults in the whole marketing cult around it. That part is easy. What the cult is really trying for besides just making money is interesting, an interesting point. And that takes us to uh, the business partner of Corey Good. Now, he had a background with uh, a lot of very like satanic Luciferian imagery as an artist, you know, uh, and they had the upside down pentagrams and, you know, this kind of artwork of selling this stuff. And um, he used Lucifer's sigil as his business card and also had a tattoo of it. And, and, you know, he was really associated with this imagery. And the more I went into his history, he had about 15 years of this. And we're going to explore all 15 in our <laughs> next segment. Very Talk very fast with the dark journalist and Gene and Chris. What can I say is that you're in the Paracast. <laughs> Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. You go to store.thepowercast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. North Korea openly threatens the U.S. and launches a new missile every other week. Their warhead of choice? Electromagnetic pulse. Such an event would cripple the U.S. power grid for years and leave millions in the dark. Are you ready? You can be with a Solark EMP-hardened solar generator. Solark works day in and day out to keep your essentials protected. You can have peace of mind knowing your power will be there when you most need it. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to see EMP testing. That's PortableSolarLLC.com. Energy insurance for your family. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. The story's just beginning. We have four more segments, and I think we'll get to some of this. Go ahead, Daniel. Well, and speaking about Corey Good's business partner, he definitely was associated with this Luciferian satanic imagery. And when it came up, in one of my reports, his response was, oh, that was a juvenile lark, whatever. But all the stuff that I had showed him using that imagery and sort of representing himself in that way through his early 30s, you know, and he's only 38 or something now. So, there weren't really good answers going on there. In relation to the blue avian image that Corey Good was using, it was using a hand signal for Baphomet. And it was just very clear, anyone who looked at it, pointed it out, this wasn't very well explained. All they could really say was, you know, well, Jesus used that hand symbol too, you know. And uh, so, the, you know, uh, the way that they explained these things was like, oh, we're being targeted and called Satanists or whatever. But these were real legitimate questions that they needed to answer, and they still haven't answered them very well. So, when we look at them in terms of their cult activity and, you know, the way that they act and the way that they threaten, you know, people with deplatforming them, or in some of the cases of the people who've left the cult, you know, they've sent them 
intimidating emails like, you know, you'll be identified as an Illuminati cabal agent and really threatening stuff. I mean, I haven't seen this kind of thing around the alternative media. I'm so used to in alternative media watching out for what the mainstream forces will do that when we get somebody who's in the field, you wouldn't expect that you would be seeing these types of tactics. So it's very interesting. They act like cults. I think that they need to be explored and investigated as a cult because we need to see exactly what they're up to. And now in one of the episodes, like you said, somebody who left the cults and this marketing group said some of the people who were promoted as Corey's kids were talking about being involved in rituals. And so what you could say is like, let's look at it this way. They bring these kids on board and they say, well, you know, you do all this work for us for free and you get access to the Blue Avians and you'll get initiated into this Blue Avian channel or whatever. And you get these kids uh, and they're 20-somethings. I mean, they might be looking at this field and saying, hey, I can get out there. I can talk about, you know, disclosure and things and I can get my name out there and all the rest of it. But how are they being used in that sense? And what's going on there? And do you really think in looking at this cult and looking at the marketing program that they have in their minds, they're obviously thinking, well, we're going to be able to push this out there and we'll have this youth market and we'll get these gear stores and we'll get comic books and all the rest of it. I mean, this is what they think of the field that they're going into. Good is they're the ambassador of the cult, really, more than a galactic ambassador. And he's their ticket, you know, this is the way that they're, they're pushing it. So, it's interesting because Good doesn't have any evidence for his wild claims of being a time-traveling astronaut. There's nothing there, and he was promoted that way by Wilcock. But now we can see that Gaia, FDN, and people like Church, for example, all have a lot riding on keeping his story going. This is why I think if we want the truth in alternative independent journalism, something like this, we all have to stop and take a real good look at it because – uh, there's no question that there's something going on there that goes far beyond just somebody with a wild story that he can't back up with any evidence. Yeah, and I, I just hope this isn't um, a harbinger of things to come. I hope we're not going to see other people being inspired by the um, potential success of this effort. You know, and, and outfits like Gaim, too, uh, I think really need to be looked into. This Yurka character is pretty interesting. I've... Um, Uncovered uh, several people that have had, you know, not so pleasant relationships kind of falling apart uh, with the guy. He's been around the field for a long time. Uh, you, you rarely hear his name. He's extremely wealthy. I was invited to be on uh, Jay Widener's show and on, um, I think, Rachel Meredith, her show. And they wanted me to comment on the, the actual x-rays of the Peruvian three-fingered mummy that they're calling Maria, which I, I found very very interesting. Uh, but that that's that's I've already mentioned that on another show. But walking around that complex, boy, there's there's some serious money. Uh, just just the gems alone, uh, the crystals, uh, the huge crystals that they had in there. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars just in some of the the crystals that we're decorating. Uh, you know, some of the more public areas, you know, multi-leveled uh, two or three floors, quite an impressive uh, place uh, with a lot of money going into it. Whenever I see a lot of money being applied to a melding of the New Age and ufology, oh yeah, it's a little difficult not to be somewhat alarmed. You know, and again, I have not seen the programs. I'm not familiar with the shows, other than the fact that I was on two of them. You know, I, I don't have any idea when they'll be broadcast. They didn't pay me. Um, they just 
didn't even cover all my expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope that this isn't an indication of, of where things are going, because if it is, I'm, I'm going to retire and just and just wash my hands of this whole field, because this is uh, anthem to what I'm all about and what my where my interests lie. And I'm sure uh, <laughs> someone like Jacques Vallée, who wrote one of the seminal works looking at this potential problem, Messengers of Deception, back in 79, I'm sure he would agree that uh, this does not uh, bode well, I think, for the field, if this is the direction that it's going in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It's very interesting with Gaia. I think that they will play to whatever they think is popular. So, for example, like you said, you know, if they had you on, they've had good people on. Linda Moulton Howe, they shot, uh, I think, 10 episodes of a show with her. Richard Dolan's been on that. It's not that there isn't quality in Gaia, that they don't have a sense for the field. It's that the things that they've promoted that are popular anyway, when they didn't vet their people, in particular in Cosmic Disclosure, the Nazca Mummy, I think, is also looking very, very shaky. The more information that comes out about it, it looks more like you know, something that they should have waited until they got real results on to talk about, because it doesn't look like an alien yeah. mummy. It just looks like a mummy. Well, they never claimed that it was an alien, and and um, it it didn't look like an alien to me. It looked like some sort of hybridized human. Uh, and looking at the at the digits and and looking at the connective tissue in the X rays, I was very very impressed. It's either one of the the most incredible hoaxes ever perpetrated, or that being had hands and feet like that based on my amateur you know appraisal of the x-rays you cannot see the connective tissue online in um, shots of the x-rays but if you're holding them in your hand up against the window or a light table uh the connective tissue comes it does not look manipulated it does not look manufactured and I, i i to be quite honest with you i was shocked to 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 see that i was going in there hoping to just you know poo-poo the whole thing and say, oh, well, look at this, look at this here, look at this here. Obviously, this is, you know, and, and the, the severed hand is, I think, is obviously a hoax. But but that Maria, uh, I saw the original, you know, large format x-rays, and uh, it, was, it was very intriguing. I, I, I'm really interested to see what the, the complete DNA results, because they're going to do a complete analysis at five different labs in five different countries. This preliminary uh, information that came back does indicate, I think, that it's that it's human, although there are some question whether that's even, uh, I, I haven't even found where Gaim has actually released that information. I don't know where that particular DNA uh, results, uh, where that actually came from. It just appeared, I think, a few days ago, about a week ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, when you see a lot of money out there looking to pump up uh, very questionable scenarios and in individuals, um, Linda Howes, uh Cachet has long passed. Linda's been uh, caught red-handed supporting hoaxes, um, uh, you know, been warned off cases because uh, they were disproven to be high strange. She would continue to support them. Uh, her support of the, the Corée drones uh, uh, hoax, uh, for years she supported those and even came up with this idea that the, the symbols on the drones were matching crop circles. I mean, some pretty kooky stuff um you know and they have a show called truth hunter with her her name on it uh, well, uh, it kind of makes me squirm a little bit uh you know having known linda for 25 years she actually trained me how to interview people uh out in the field very very good at that one of the top people um 
it's just that I think that, um, you know, like uh, like David Wilcock and some of these other people, she's having to come up with new stories to top herself. Let's top this, folks, and get back to more. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. This is Dan Pillett. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpillett.com. Kiyosaki, Rogers, and Schiff all concur there's an economic calamity that will be facing this country. My question to you is, do you know when and are you prepared? Most people don't, but my friends over at Republic Monetary Exchange have been leading experts in precious metals to help you offset the coming economic collapse. Right now, for a limited time, they have a free book called The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. You simply need to give them a call at 888-772-2929 to get that in your hands. Do not allow the insiders to do what they did to you in 2008, putting your IRAs, 401ks, and savings in jeopardy. You need this book, and you need it now. The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. Call 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. There's a reason that the largest investment banking company in the world, J.P. Morgan, just purchased another 50 million ounces of silver. This free book will explain it. 888-772-2929. 
You've heard the phrase, you are what you eat? Not true. Actually, you are what you can absorb. So if the vitamins and supplements you now take are not being absorbed, what good are they? Introducing Protovite, proprietary liquid system that allows premium quality nutrients to positively affect the blood in an astonishing five minutes. Watch our amazing two-minute live blood cell video at TrueHealthFacts.com. That's TrueHealthFacts.com. Then call 502-410-3411. Protovite is nutrition you can feel. Protovite is nutrition that gets in. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Play, let's top this. Isn't that the problem with a lot of these wacky people out there? They come up with all these stories. And maybe in a few cases, and I won't mention them, somebody had something weird happen to them. And they get attention they never expected. But now people want season two, season three. They want the sequel. They want more. And suddenly, what might have started as something possibly real ends up with something that's fake because they have to make up a story. Yeah, yeah Stan Romanek is a perfect example of that. Also, uh, someone like a George Adamski would be an example of that. So, you know, we do have people that I think a lot of these people, I, if I whip out a little pop psychology here, they, they have worthiness issues. Uh, they've never felt validated as, as people. They've never really been successful, most of them, in, in any particular field of endeavor. And so this is a quick and easy way to get notoriety. And now, uh, <laughs> you know, the fortune that goes along with the notoriety and uh, I'm not sure if these, uh, and Daniel, get your comments on this. I'm not sure if these are very good motivations, possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Adamski there, because what's interesting, though, even a guy like that had UFO footage. You know, like, this is the interesting thing, that the threshold is so low now that somebody can just literally make up a story, hire an artist to do some artist renditions, Gaia promotes him, and suddenly he's in the circuit. He's run, Like you said, he's doing his own conference. So it's very interesting. But I'm glad that you pointed out that you thought and looked at this mummy seriously, because people need to know that, you know, when somebody like you or somebody like me looks at this stuff, we're not skeptics. I don't consider myself a skeptic, and it sounded to me from what you just said that you're not a skeptic by nature. You know, we know skeptics are guys like Michael Shermer and debunkers who just make up anything in order yeah. to discredit something. That's not a real no. sense of research. I've had so much stuff happen to me that there's no way I could be skeptical. I know there's something going on, but I'm sick and tired of having to wade through all this BS to get to the core and to get to the truth. I will say one thing, though, about the Nazca mummy, because really Gaia is presenting it as an alien mummy, and I'll tell you why. Because no one's going to be interested in just a mummy. We find mummies all the time, even odd mummies. We found cone-headed mummies that, with red hair. I mean, finding a mummy is no big deal, even if it's unusual. The fact that this one could be an alien mummy. And they had the producer, Jay Widener, come on Jimmy Church's show and said, oh, there might actually be some avian 
in this mummy. We'll see. And then Corey Good mentioned that in the oh, latest geez. episode of Cosmic Disclosure. They want this to be a link to the Blue Avians to tie all this marketing effort together. So we have to be real about what Guy is up to. They're not looking for the facts. So there's no question about that. They're good at promotion. There's no question about it. And like yeah. you said, they've got the money. And when you were talking about Yurka, he's got the experience. One of the things back in my days of doing uh, being around financial journalism is Yurka was a very interesting mystery because he showed up in the Fortune 500. And this guy's story is very unusual because he came here and supposedly slept on park benches, but by 1987 had half a billion dollars in the 80s. So, you know, that is a very interesting question. I think there are questions about his past that need to be looked into, and maybe he just came in with the right crowd. We don't know. But um, I will say this in relation to Gaia, that it's true that they do quality programming in some respects in their history, and that I think it's a serious deviation of shows like they're promoting, like Cosmic Disclosure, which really, not only do they not vet the source in this case, but to let the kind of lie goes so far is something that there is a kind of responsibility, call it an editorial responsibility at a company, even if they think a show is doing well. So, you know, they've definitely taken a lot of entertainment license. And like I said, I think when you do that and you have a show, if you identify it as just this crazy speculation show, that's one thing, but to present it as authentic, then you have that schism set up where, like you were talking about, when you went to contact in the desert, and you're like, these people are lining up for it. Well, they're lining up for it because Guy is presenting it as the real thing. When you talk about this mummy, I think, Roswell Slides, that mummy, <laughs> as if this was influenced by that, but they're trying to market it better. Mm. Oh, that one was unbelievable, and it did suck in some of the best people like Dolan to it, which is unfortunate. We gave him a hard time here. We had him on the Paracast. <laughs> we had him on, on the live from uh, Mexico. Right. Here's what happened. We had Red Pill Junkie, whom you might know, does a lot of blogging on the paranormal, and he lives in Mexico. And he went there, and we got his direct on-the-site impression. And I know as Dolan was online. So I said, come on, let's talk about it briefly. <laughs> and I think there was a lot of ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah in what he said. <laughs> and then we had him on the show a little bit later to expand upon it. But I really think here, he didn't do himself any favors no. to go there, to participate in it. And certainly the Roswell people like Tom Carey and Don Schmidt, who embraced it so quickly, they were so desperate to find the, something the in this. twins. The Teflon twins. Schmidt's still, still, he's been speaking at conferences left and right, man. It's like, like it didn't happen. I went to MUFON uh, just, to, just to crash the, the punch bowl dry a month ago, and, and there's John Ventry walking around like he owned the place. These people well, have he shame. put in $5,000 a year. Maybe he does. <laughs> These people have no shame. Well, I think we're looking at an interesting stage of this field of, let's see, because UFOs really encompasses a lot of different research areas when you think about it. Because people who think about government conspiracies and cover-ups of advanced technology get into it. People who get into the fact that there was Nazi technology get into UFOs. People who think about off-world civilizations obviously get into UFOs. And then there's the real lineage of people back from Betty and Barney Hill uh, you know, looking through all these abduction experiences that these people have had, you know, so you, you have all these these people and this research and this data. 
but there's also a culture around it. And I think what we're seeing in the last five years in particular is that culture has broken down because a lot of the stories, a lot of the good cases are not really out there. Either they're not happening as much or it's more of a social stigma. I'm not sure why there aren't as many good abduction cases, for example. But instead, what we have is a gradual lowering of the bar. And I think that we have seen a lot of the older, good um, UFO researchers either die or retire or just become less active, and not a lot of people around to take their place. And so there's a void and a vacuum, and I call them the hoax mafia, this is my new term for them, come in and really try to monopolize the scene based on the research that these people have done over 50 years and come in and capitalize on the fact that, well, you know, people know about UFOs, they know there's real history, but people might not be able to tell the difference between a real case or at least a case that has some legitimate background that's been looked into by serious researchers and a case like Good, which is obviously made up. You know, I looked into his story very carefully for the series. I found nothing, absolutely nothing to support any of his assertions. Zero. You know, when I think of Corey Good. I think of Edgar Rice Burroughs and John Carter of Mars, and I'll explain why if folks who haven't read the story. we got more to come with Gene and Chris and The Dark Journalist. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves, home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn Learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. People who can afford a LASIK procedure sure are lucky. 
Imagine being able to throw away your contacts and glasses. Imagine waking up tomorrow with 20-20 vision. Too bad everyone can't afford LASIK. Well, guess what? There's a company that agrees with you. The LASIK Vision Institute is now offering dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK to make it affordable for everyone. That means you get the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology for a fraction of what others charge. And if you call right now, we'll schedule a free appointment so you can discover if LASIK is right for you. Results may vary. Call 1-800-963-4946. Even better, call right now and you can get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Let us help you. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you deserve at a fraction of what others charge. For your free appointment, call 1-800-963-4946. 1-800-963-4946. 1-800-963-4946. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly, because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. This is Kurt Southern, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. So we go back to, I guess, the late Civil War, right around the Civil War, where John Carter somehow has this romantic attachment to Mars. And he wills himself to go to Mars while his body stays here. And I'm not at all certain in the story, I don't recall whether... His body aged here. I don't think it did. So while he's in Mars, or his other self, his astral being, whatever, is on Mars and undergoing his life, he stays here in some kind of stasis or something, which is almost kind of sort of what Corey Good did. Of course, it was a movie version of John Carter a few years ago, and there they used some kind of advanced mechanism to enable the transfer, to transport him from Earth to Mars. But if you go back to the original story, you can see the influence. Maybe Corey Good saw John Carter, the movie, and made uh-huh. up this entire thing from it. How far back does he go? Wow, that's really interesting. There are a number of cases and people's stories where you know we can see everything from Deep Space Nine to different stories that have come out of the kind of Project Camelot, Project Avalon strata of whistleblowers and the the kind of plagiarism that they do. So, you know, good in the story, for example, with what he came out with initially, it's no big deal. You can listen to it. You know, he he talks literally about kind of a MyLab style experience, which, you know, there's a lot of different people who've had those from uh, Melinda Leslie, I guess, is the most prominent one. And, um, but good 
his story, like we were saying, grew. And it became more expanded, and Blue Avians got involved, Sphere Being Alliance, and you know his role in Antarctica and in Earth Princesses, all that stuff. But there were so many different sources that they were pulling for this that I lost track at a certain point. And the kind of plagiarism that we saw was interesting because the marketing campaign also plagiarized people. So, you know, Cliff High was doing these alter reports where he runs all these things through his different web bots and he gets trends in society. And he realized that they were reusing his content as their new story about Antarctica, for example. And Cliff High really got ticked about this and came out. And but before he did, he put out a packet of information to see, like a test packet, a trial run, to see if they would pick up on that and regurgitate it. It wasn't based on any of his actual research. And, of course, they picked it up immediately. And so he showed examples of this. So what's interesting is from a number of different areas – we see this plagiarism taking place. And, you know, people like artists and stuff have told me, well, you know, I gave him this artwork or whatever. And then they said, no, we don't want to use it. And then two weeks later, they came out with something that looked exactly the same. So there was this aspect going on there. So I think whatever is this apparatus around good, either it's a high pressure thing because they need to produce content like we we're talking about, but uh, they really rely on information that's already out there. And uh, so, in terms of your example, absolutely. You know, that's probably another thing that he came across. <laughs> it's well, it sounds fun. like Hollywood. Hollywood steals stuff all the time. True. And I don't have a problem with somebody integrating and synthesizing topics. I, I'm sure it's done in a variety of areas. The problem with this is it's presented as original content. And remember, he's the sole galactic ambassador in his wild story of this space alliance. Now, all the good research done around the secret space program, like the Missing Trillions work that Catherine Austin Fitz has done, you know, she's a government investigator with a background on Wall Street. And I spent time with her, and I know very well that the Missing Trillions aspect is something that she came up with based on her budgetary research of where the Department of Defense was losing all this money every year that went missing. You see, that and, also goes back, speaking of conspiracies, to Donald Rumsfeld on the day before 9-11, on 9-10, talking about, what, the Pentagon not accounting for several trillion dollars of money. Now, supposedly, they've explained that away as just, well, it was the way it was accounted for and that sort of thing. And then you have 9-11 the next day, so who knows? It is very unusual, and that, that is where a lot of this came from. What's interesting, though, is the DOD came out with a report recently saying they couldn't reconcile 6.5 billion dollars and you know the uh the amount of money that goes missing i'm sorry 6.5 trillion dollars so you know, sure what's of- a billion or a trillion among friends <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting because this came up again recently and i was like isn't that fascinating because you know if you go back and you look at the rumsfeld thing well now we're three times as much in terms of the missing reconciliations. And I'm sure a report will come out in a couple of years saying, oh, it was just a computer thing and we reconciled it, no problem. But in her work, she studies how the space aspect, the space economy, is being built up before anybody can really get their hands on it in a, from a regular public vantage point. Meanwhile, NASA's budget being shrunk back to 1965 levels. So there's some something going on there where we look at the space program where since the 70s, they haven't really done a whole heck of a lot. So what is it? What's the disconnect there? Why did it go black? 
And uh, her hypothesis mainly is that they created a gigantic infrastructure for private space interests using public money. Um, now, that's something that Good and Wilcock and all those people, you know, picked up on and started pushing, hey, missing trillions, you know, we'll use that. So, um, and this is what I don't like is you see it over and over again where they'll reach into different areas and reuse the topics. So, it's one thing to say, hey, you know, Catherine Austin Fitz reported this stuff and we think it's right. But instead, they'll say, I've been given special intel about missing trillions and, oh, you know, this, the leaders of this world, the cabal is going to be arrested. And, you know, it, it sets them up to be some kind of lofty cult leader, <laughs> you know, with inside intel and a special place. And this is, I think, the thing that needs to be – some people will get that information about missing trillions for the first time from somebody like Good, and they'll think it's legit because the actual topic will make sense to them. But unfortunately, the channel in this case is just somebody grabbing somebody else's work to make himself and his show uh, get bigger ratings and for him to get a bigger paycheck at the end of the day. Chris, you mentioned something with regard to secret space programs that your friend Ron Regeer – had mentioned. Do you recall what I'm saying? Yeah, we yeah, Ron McGear worked on pretty much most of our classified satellite programs for about 30, 35 years. And he did some work on Skylab and I think cut his teeth in Apollo. And um, you know, he's an engineer who's plugged into the uh, you know to the kind of the black world um, somewhat because they're all fighting over the same materials. There's certain kinds of materials that you need for um, satellites, for any space um, type of vehicle, or any anything having to do with um, with um, sending something, you know, up into space. Uh, there's certain materials that are that are hard to get a hold of, and they're they're constantly fighting over them. And he made the comment that he didn't think that the, that there was um, a real robust secret space program because he said you, we would have heard about it. We would have heard about requisitions of particular types of materials um we w would have heard through the grapevine that oh so and so is you know got a new contract or such and such you know is appears to be going you know have given the go-ahead to, to work on something really cool there's a lot of scuttlebutt that goes you know behind on behind the scenes among um associates uh within the classified aerospace uh, world and uh, ron was plugged into all that and he said that there's no indication at all to him that um that there is any sort of robust uh, program because, quite frankly, they, the requisitions <laughs> don't match the, you know, the, 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 he's, he calls it fantasy. He says the facts of the requisitions don't match the fantasy. Now, I'm not sure if I believe that um, 100%. You know, I'm not sure that um, even someone as, as connected as Ron and maybe did not hear about certain things, or he may be supplying some subtle disinformation to try to keep me off track i don't know i don't know for certain but it does kind of make sense uh on the, on the surface that that um you know certain types of materials are are in high demand and would be it would be telling if uh certain projects that were never really revealed uh were requisitioning some of these these materials let's do our break here for the final segment with a dark journalist and Daniel's comments of what Chris just said. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. My husband says, you are what you eat. Not true, dear. I did my research. Actually, you are what you can absorb. So I didn't feel the vitamins and supplements I was taking were effective. I didn't feel any different. Then I switched to Protovite, a liquid multivitamin, mineral, and phytonutrient complex. And wow, you've got to see the video at TrueHealthFacts.com. That's TrueHealthFacts.com. Then call 502-410-3411. Protovite is nutrition you can feel. Protovite is nutrition that gets in. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Did you know children are 52 times more likely to suffer from identity theft than adults? Credit alerts will not fix the fallout. Liberty ID does. And here's an exciting offer just for you. Go to LibertyID.com and cover your entire family, your spouse, your children, and your parents for only $129 a year. Use promo code FREETRIAL and we'll give you the first 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL. LibertyID.com. LibertyID.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. 
name is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. Wow, you know, I thought the show just started. I'm looking down at my log. I do a log, ladies and gentlemen, for each segment to know what's going on and how long it's supposed to take. And I looked up, my God, we're on the final segment. So, Daniel, I asked Chris to mention that with regard to the credibility of a secret space program and whether, you know, defense contractors, people who build the hardware for spaceships and satellites and stuff, whether they'd know something was up. What do you think? I think it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's another data point to consider. Whenever you know someone who's involved on that level, it it gives us an extra eye on the situation that we wouldn't have otherwise. But I think that there are programs, even like the Space Fence, for example, that are ostensibly for one type of purpose, cleaning up space junk in that case, that can easily be used for something else. If the regular space program really went dark in the 70s, then they have 40 years of infrastructure there, including SDI, Star Wars, and the whole Reagan era aspects around that. What happened with all that research that they did for SDI? When we look at things like Bigelow Aerospace, for example, or SpaceX, they're going to be some of the first, uh, you know, Richard Branson's company. They're going to be the first ones out in space offering trips to space and luxury accommodations out there. There's going to be a lot of apparatus out there, and there's going to be a lot of corporate secrets in addition to government secrets, and there's going to be an awful lot of need-to-know stuff. That's just on the regular kind of market level and the, the corporate level and you know government working with corporations level. There'll be secrets. Let's say something else. Let's say if there were off-world civilizations or if there was something else out there that they couldn't understand or they couldn't comprehend even after all these years – They're going to have really heavy-duty secrecy protocols in place so that that doesn't get revealed. And therefore, uh, it might be very tricky to track a secret space program because the secrecy protocols are based around this UFO reality. And the UFO reality has been classified higher than the atomic – the Manhattan Project, according to certain researchers – working on pretty good material. So therefore, that level of secrecy, you know, how much can we expect to penetrate it just from the level of being here on Earth and looking looking around at some of the missing money that's happening? I mean, it's very tricky stuff. If I were to lay odds, I'd say there is a secret space program because there's enough of a trail there to convince me that we'd want to be ahead of the game. That's probably my my statement on that, although I think it's interesting what he said. Joseph Farrell's work is uh, to be recommended here. I remember yes. the, the account of the, the guys that were busted. The, I think they were Japanese, were busted on a Swiss train with trillion dollars worth of bear bonds or something. And I guess some of these uh, real high denomination bonds have a picture of Kennedy on one side and the, and the moon on the other or something that mm. sounds interesting. And, and of course, Farrell's you know, very good, uh, very good researcher. And he, when he does speculate, it makes sense. And he bases it off his research. He seems to be of the mind that we've already collateralized the potential for helium three on the moon and other, other minerals, and that we've already used that as collateral against the dead. <laughs> Which, oh, wow! It's interesting. Who's all that money owed to? Seventeen or nineteen trillion dollars that we're this country's in debt. Who's that owed to? The Rothschilds. I guess. Actually, there's a little guy 
somewhere on a mountaintop <laughs> with an old abacus, and he's adding it up right now as we speak. Maybe it's aliens. They've come and they've they've uh, given us uh, gold or something, and uh, and we we're gonna have to pay the Galactic Piper here at some point. Et want money? <laughs> How about a quick question for both of you guys? We'll give you after a quick all- answer because we only have about four and a half, five minutes left. All right. After all the research that you've done, that you've come across, all the interviews, etc. What's your own impression of the UFO phenomena? Is it real? Is it man-made? Is it aliens visiting? What is it? How about none of the above? Hmm. I'm pretty flexible on this one. Uh, I think aliens would be the least likely explanation uh, in terms of galactic or extraterrestrial. I think we're dealing with something that, that is slipping through some sort of time or... or um, I hate to use the, the knee-jerk word dimensional, but some sort of parallel reality uh, makes more sense. Or, or other tenants in the building, something sub-oceanic, some uh, you know, maybe living in the mantle. They've discovered vast oceans, more larger oceans in the mantle than we have on the surface, for instance. You know, there was, remember that Edward Snowden supposedly mentioned that uh, we're monitoring deep ocean trenches uh, for activity coming in and out of, of, of vents uh, in the Marianas and other places. It was a, a brief article I saw just one or two places and then it disappeared and I didn't see anybody comment on it. Supposedly the president gets a daily or weekly briefing on activity in the vents and stuff. So, you know, I, I really think we sh- should exhaust all closed system possibilities before we jump off planet myself. That is very, very interesting. You know, it's funny, though, because when we look at it and we think of it, if it were man-made, for example, they would need incredible resources for development. I mean, you'd need incredible manufacturing resources that you assume would be tracked on a certain level. So I've always eliminated the man-made aspect in terms of the entire phenomena. There could be a small portion of it. But it's interesting, you know, whenever I hear about these cases where they flatten the grass around where they land, and then when you go there 20 years later, nothing grows, I think that's a key to where they're coming from. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying I have the answer on that, but I think that that's a very interesting physical clue. They're paraphysical. They're not always uh, totally manifest, I think. And this is something that I really uh, learned to embrace from Jacques Vallée. You know, there's too many cases of them blinking in and out of existence. Ray Stanford has compressed, you know, has 52 frames per second film footage where objects uh, travel seven or eight miles in one 52nd of a frame and loom up close to the airliner he was filming out of the window. And then in, in a 52nd of a second, it's back in its uh, original uh, position uh, near a uh, mothership where it had docked, uh, apparently. There may be some time compression going on here. Uh, these objects may be moving around a lot faster than we can consciously perceive. I do think that there is a military, um, there is exotic military uh, drone technology, for instance, uh, that can mimic the high G uh, turns, uh, for instance. Uh, I do think there's pilotless UAVs, that sort of thing, that they light up to see how people respond to them. So there is some psych- psychotronic elements here with the military, I believe, based on my uh, work in the San Luis Valley. I, I'm positive that I saw even conventional aircraft uh, lit up to, to look unconventional, for instance. That's pretty much where my head's at based on my, my work. I'm an experiencer. I've seen the little guys close up in personal when I was very young. So I know they're real to some extent. <laughs> they never told me where they came from, and I never got 
abducted to my knowledge. You know, I think the jury's going to be out for a long time on this. Daniel, please tell our listeners if they want to get more information about the Dark Journalist work, can they check you out? Absolutely. It's at darkjournalist.com. And also my YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash darkjournalist. And, uh, you know, I would say you can pretty much get everything that you need at the website. So that's where I would point everybody. We'll definitely link to that on thepowercast.com. You can find us on Twitter if you look for The Powercast. You can find a pair of Powercast fan clubs on Facebook. One's a group, the other's a community. You can decide which one you like. We have a YouTube channel that is still developing. It's going to take a while. And don't forget Chris's site, OurStrangePlanet.com, which we haven't mentioned, but he's been doing updates lately, OurStrangePlanet.com. So you really want to check out that, Chris's personal blog. And one more thing. We have something called After the Powercast, which is another show that we do, only available if you subscribe to the Powercast Plus. We also give you a version of this show free of the network ads with better quality audio, all combined with other goodies, including videos and such, And to find out more, go to plus.thepowercast.com. That's P-L-U-S dot thepowercast.com. Prices start just $1.49 a week. That's cheaper than buying a cup of coffee, a small cup of coffee, a medium they call it, over at the Circle K down the street here. Plus.thepowercast.com. An incredible journey the first of many we take with the dark journalist. Thank you for joining us, Daniel, on the Paracast. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. And I'm a regular listener, so I really enjoy the opportunity to come and talk to you. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.